This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. The Illinois Department of Central Management Services is hosting a statewide career fair tomorrow. The free event will be from 10 to 1 at the Decatur Public Library in the Madden Auditorium. CMS is the operational engine working behind the scenes, supporting the more than 80 state agencies, boards, and commissions. For more info on that and other stories, podcasts, and videos, go to nowdecatur.com. Still missing and not heard from. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. Four Americans kidnapped in Mexico. Now I guess we're going to have to wait to see what the kidnappers want. If there's a, a, a demand for ransom, I don't think they're struggling for money. The cartels aren't struggling for money. Congressman Troy Nails and other Republicans want the U.S. to do more to target and stop drug cartels. The attack on the Americans happened in an area of Mexico the U.S. warns people not to go to. The FBI is offering a $50,000 reward for the four Americans who traveled to Mexico for a medical procedure on Friday and were kidnapped after getting caught in a deadly shootout in Matamoros. Video posted to social media showed men with assault rifles and body armor forcing a woman into a pickup truck in broad daylight, with the other three appearing to be either wounded or dead. Fox's Tanya J. Powers. House Republicans have subpoenaed the former leaders of the National School Boards Association as part of their investigation into alleged mistreatment and silencing of parents who protested what they consider woke school policies or how COVID was handled. House Republicans may also reject one of President Biden's upcoming budget proposals, raising taxes on Americans earning $400,000 a year or more. The president writing in an op-ed in the New York Times this morning, quote, the budget I am releasing this week will make the Medicare trust fund solvent beyond 2050 without cutting a penny in benefits. Fox Business Network Cheryl Cassoni will get an update on the economy next hour when the Federal Reserve Chairman testifies at the Senate, Jerome Powell is expected to say the Fed may have to keep raising interest rates if inflation remains persistently high. The rate of annual increase in consumer prices has been dropping slightly in recent months. JetBlue is about to face turbulence. It's likely the Justice Department will file an antitrust lawsuit to block its merger with Spirit Airlines. JetBlue says in a statement that it anticipated the possibility of the lawsuit when it set up an extended timeline to close the deal next year. Fox's Jenny Casola, America's listening to Fox News. You know, people ask me all the time, Hannity, what kind of gun should I get? My answer is always the same. I tell them, you've got to check out my good friends at Henry Repeating Arms. Let me tell you why. They have over 200 models to choose from in both rimfire and centerfire calibers. They have their brand new 9mm semi-automatic carbine called the Henry Homesteader. By the way, one of my personal favorites. Now, it's ideal for home, property, business protection. And you can check it out by going to their website, henryusa.com. While you're there, you get a free catalog, free decals, and a list of dealers where you live. And check them out yourself. These are all top-quality, American-made firearms that are affordable, accurate, and reliable right out of the box. And when you buy a Henry, it'll be backed by their lifetime satisfaction guarantee and their award-winning customer service with experts who can help you. If you're in the market for a high-quality, American-made firearm, make sure you go to henryusa.com, get your free catalog decals, and a list of dealers where you are. You will love this company. It's called Cop City, a police training center under construction in Atlanta that's under fire from activists who claim police are prepping for urban warfare. There have been violent protests back in January and again on Sunday. After a weekend, protests turned into a riot at the site of the new public safety training facility outside Atlanta, causing damage to it. 23 people were charged with domestic terrorism. Georgia Attorney General Chris Carr told the Fox News Rundown podcast all but two were from out of state, Canada and France. We are not Seattle. We are not 
Portland. We are not some of these places where folks look the other way and, and don't hold people accountable. This is Georgia. The director of one community group said Carr and others are trying to criminalize and detach their movement from its homegrown origins. Carr says the irony is this facility was approved to help provide law enforcement the better training so many protesters demanded during demonstrations in 2020. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. Texas is getting ready to lethally inject a convicted killer tonight. Gary Green murdered his estranged wife and her six-year-old daughter in 2009. His lawyers are trying to block the execution, claiming Green's intellectually disabled. Less than a year after a mass murderer was locked up for life in Tennessee, his father is now in prison. Jeffrey Reinking has been sentenced to 18 months behind bars. He's the father of Travis Reinking, who shot and killed four people at a Nashville Waffle House in 2018. Jeffrey Reinking was convicted last May of illegal delivery of a firearm to a person who had been treated for mental illness, his son, who had undergone treatment in 2016. Travis Reinking was submitted for an evaluation after telling first responders he believed Taylor Swift was stalking him and had hacked his cell phone. He was sentenced last February to life in prison without the possibility of parole. Tom Rigotti. Fox News. On Wall Street, ahead of the Fed chairman's testimony about the economy, stock futures are mixed, barely moving. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Choosing LLCU for your banking needs means choosing to impact your community. At LLCU, we are committed to community investment, donating over $200,000 to nonprofits and volunteering over 2,400 hours to community projects last year. At LLCU, we offer more than checking accounts and loans. We offer a chance to be a part of something bigger. When you bank at LLCU, you bank on making a difference. Visit LLCU.org to become a member and feel good about where you bank. Federally insured by the NCUA. Here is Nick Smith with your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast. I don't care what it's going to be. Just tell me it's not going to be like last Friday. Yeah, I don't have next last Friday in the forecast. Today's going to be nice and sunny with a high of 50. Tonight, cloudy with a low of 35. Wednesday, a little sketchy. 20% chance of snow in the early morning. Mostly cloudy, a high of 48. And then Thursday... We've got a 40% chance of rain after 1 p.m. It's going to be mostly cloudy on Thursday and windy, a high approaching 50. The current temperature in downtown Decatur is 39 degrees. Your WSOY time is 8.06. Good morning and welcome to the 8 o'clock hour of Buyers and Company. You know who is just doing it over and over and over again in this community? The Community Foundation. We'll tell you how they are supporting uh, local organizations like the Child First Center and uh, it's Gambling Awareness Month. Heritage will be with us next. Buyers and Company. WSOY 1340 AM 103.3 FM. Streaming live at NowDecatur.com. It's actually called Problem Gambling Month. Assuming that there are people that do it that don't have a problem. I was uh, stunned to find out uh, how much, how much gambling. I bet you can't guess. No, I can't. You wanted to give it a shot? Uh, man, I, I would say if there's 70, 80,000 people, let's, let's, Let's say 70 million, 80 million. 170 million <laughs> last year. 
Only missed by a hundred mil. Only off by a hundred million dollars. Now that's what spent, right? Uh, so around 42 million lost that averages out to about 600 and some bucks per almost 700 bucks per family. And you know, everybody's like, I don't gamble at all. Not out of some dance. I just don't, don't even buy lottery tickets. And I'm sure some people bet on their fantasy football or whatever, and they're fine and they do. Okay. But you got to know with that kind of money being spent 170 million, that there's a lot of people that can't afford that have a problem, you know, that are putting themselves into a bad spot, right? Mary Garrison and one of her experts will be in from Heritage uh, a little bit later in the hour to talk about that. Uh, it's just an awareness, and it's everywhere. It, it, it's so different. You know, when I was younger, we'd go to Vegas once a year, you know, maybe a couple of times a year, and you'd go gamble for three days and be and you're stupid. But you're stupid for three days. You know, can afford three days. And now... You don't have to go to Atlantic City. You don't have to go to Las Vegas. It's everywhere. It's on your couch. I mean, it is everywhere. And then these places. Now, some of them have been lifesavers for locally owned small businesses bringing in extra revenue. A lot of them are owned by out-of-town companies where all that money that's being spent is just getting sucked right out of our community. So not only are people spending money they don't have, putting themselves in a bad spot, but those profits are all going somewhere else. It's tough. We'll get into the uh, discussion here in just a little bit. Rachel, how are you doing this morning? Okay. I'm sorry, I had the wrong microphone on there. My bad. You're okay. Um, I'm doing very well this morning. How are you? I'm good. It's sunny and uh, pretty looking outside, so I'm in a good mood. Yeah, uh, all right, you guys have just been involved in so much. How do you decide, you know, what kind of internal conversations go on about the things that you guys support or don't support? Or, I mean, is there a process that, like, you can give us a sort of, you know, behind-the-curtain peek? Yeah, there's a lot of conversations that go on behind the scenes. And in terms of one of the um, grants that we're giving today, $20,000 to um, Child First Center, that came from a committee decision. So with our Community Works grants this year, we wanted to be a little bit more intentional um, about the funding that we're doing and the grants that we're making. So we convened, you know, this expert committee of people in our community who really wanted to identify some of the great needs right now. Mm -hmm. And um, Child First Center is obviously doing some great work in the community. So they were identified as someone who could really benefit from some funds. All right. So the Child First Center on their website is described as a child advocacy center. We advocate that all children have the right to a safe, nurturing environment free from violence and abuse. Our program strives to ensure that each child's needs are the priority, not the needs of law enforcement or medical providers or attorneys or caseworkers or other systems, but the kid. Yes. And they're serving about 300 kids in Macon and Piatt counties right now. So the, the need is great there. Oh, it's heartbreaking. It uh, really when is. You put a number to it. I mean, mm-hmm. one's too many, but when yeah. you hear 300. Now, they're uh, partially funded through fines collected through the Piatt County Circuit Clerk and the Macon County Circuit Clerk and then the generosity of donors like the Community Foundation. Yes, and I know that they had had some budget cuts and things that they had experienced recently, so we were really happy that we were able to come in with this funding. So we were able to give them $10,000 from Community Works, and then we had a very generous donor who wanted to match that funding, so they will be getting a check for $20,000. Okay, so they work <clears throat> alongside law enforcement and DCFS and the state's attorney's office. If there's kids who have been physically or sexually abused uh, in any way, they're there for those kids. 
Yeah. They're really that safe person for them to talk to. Um, I, when you're a child who's experienced any type of abuse, it can be very intimidating to maybe speak to law enforcement or maybe even someone in your family. So they conduct a lot of interviews in their office and they're really just that safe person for them to lean on and they're with them throughout the entire process. Uh, crisis uh, intervention services, assistance and support in coping with abuse, case management services, including assistance with obtaining medical care, counseling, uh, and other social services, legal advocacy, uh, education and prevention presentations and resources. So their list of services is pretty long. Yeah, it is. And it's really amazing what all they're able to accomplish because when Natalie and I went and saw their office, they're a staff of maybe five or six people. So the fact that they're able to do what they're able to do is really amazing. All right. So what have you learned in the job so far? It's a big world out there. It is a big world You used to be there. in a world that was just that world, right? And now you're in a world that's in all worlds. Yeah, it, it's been the best experience. I've been there about nine months now. And to have the opportunity to work with all of our nonprofits and help, you know, identify what their needs are and see what we can do to help them. And our donors are so generous and amazing. So it's been a really great experience. And I look forward to just many more years of continuing to learn and serve the community. All right. So you like it. I love it. Yeah. It, it's good to be able to just actually do something. Yeah, it is. Like we're actually doing actionable things, like being able to give someone $20,000. Yeah, like it that, makes it, a big difference. No, but that for goes them. to work immediately. Yes. I mean, it's not a sort of what if or someday there's a cure. It's like right now we get to do something. Yeah. It's the best part of the job. Yeah. And I assume that's the way your donors feel as well, right? I mean, that they're able to take their money and put it where their passion is. Absolutely. And you know, even if they don't exactly know where their passion is, you know, we can help them identify that. And that was kind of the case with this match that we got. I mean, they learned what an amazing organization organization are and they felt immediately called to want to help them too. All right. MaganCountyGives.org is the website if you'd like to visit. And you don't even have to be a donor to the foundation. They've got a wish list uh, on their website where you can, I mean, like one of the easiest ways you can help one of these places do the job that they do is just go to that wish list and, you, and there's price points all over the place, right? Yeah. They really start from $25 all the way up to, I think we have something close to a million right now on there. So any giving range, there's a lot of nonprofits on there. So really if you are passionate about something, you will find something on there to help fund. All right. You, you got gas cards. Mm -hmm. You've got, uh, for CASA, for Richland Community College Foundation. You've got, I don't even know what a security door strike is, but you could get uh, that for uh, $1,200 for Prairie Land Service Coordination. Uh, more CASA. You got Salvation Army, uh, Friends of the Child First Center. Uh, they need gas cards as well. Uh, Christmas gifts for patrons of the Good Samaritan Inn. There's a storage shed, you know, for the Lincoln Trail homestead. I mean, it is everything. Anything you can imagine. There's, and they've been updating it a lot lately. So if you haven't looked at it in a while, I would highly recommend you go and check it out. I mean, even if something, you know, here you go, Nick, you can buy life jackets for kids for the Decatur Family YMCA. $500. Teaching the gift of life, right? Teaching kids how to swim. And saving lives. Yeah. That's easy, absolutely. right? That's an easy one. Uh, all right. All kinds of great stuff. It, like conservation, whatever you might be into. Laptops for making resources. Ride punch card for the College Foundation. There's all kinds of summer events and, uh, the men's shelter. You could buy recovery books, uh, for people that are there. Uh, folding tables for CASA. You, you don't think at the micro level about this stuff, right? No, Until you Until you don't. read the list. Yeah, absolutely. And you find out that what somebody's those... wish list is a folding table. Mm -hmm. That's pretty easy to solve. $600, by the way. <laughs> that will get eight of those.
Uh, all right. The list is up at makecountygives.org slash community dash wish dash list, uh, or just go to the main website and you can find uh, it as well. So it's really easy just to give right there, right? Yeah, very easy. You can call us or give right there online. All right. Now, the uh, new wheelchairs, that's 100% funded, so you can't do that anymore. Uh, the wheelchair umbrellas, that's 100% funded, so you can't do that anymore because you get to watch the goals get met, right? Uh, Decatur block by block needed something 100% funded. Uh, CASA employees with the seven Laptops 100% funded. So it's kind of fun to keep score as you go along. Uh, the Kitty Public Schools Foundation for African American Biographies and Picture Books. 100% funded. So some of these things have already met their goal. Yeah, and when they meet their goal, we like to leave them up for a while. Absolutely. Just it's, it's celebrate. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, you can go uh, on the, uh, the organization. Okay. So walk me through a day at the Community Foundation. Every day a different day? Every day is a different day. Um, some days it's attending different events in the community. Some days it's a lot of planning and prepping for upcoming events that we're doing. And sometimes it's we've received a funding request, so we're looking at that. And every day is exciting and fun, but it's never, no two days are ever the same. All right, it's good stuff. Uh, next week, by the way, uh, Natalie will be in with Ricky from the Children's Museum, uh, who's just doing a great job over there, and they've uh, partnered up with some stuff. And then later uh, this month, Rachel uh, will be in with the new CASA executive director that was just hired. Uh, and then uh, Natalie and uh, Pastor Wayne will uh, be in to talk about that Ukraine refugee uh, event that they're putting together, uh, which should be interesting. So every Tuesday you get to hear something just a, a little bit different, uh, but we do it every Tuesday because there's just a thousand and stories to tell through the Macon County, uh, the Community Foundation, and uh, MaconCountyGives.org is the website. So tell me your story. Where are you from originally? I'm from here in Decatur, born and raised. Born and raised. Uh, And where did you go to school? I went to LSA for high school and then went to Richland and Milliken and then Illinois State. Okay, wait, hang on a second. We've got to do this one at a time. LSA just beat St. T, right? Were you excited about that? I did. I was actually at the game. It was a really good game. Um, and it They're was, like legit. I mean, right? It was, yeah, it was, it's a very different team than when I was in high school, that's for sure. So it was very exciting to see them. Okay, and so then to Milliken to ISU? I went to Richland for two uh, years. Richland for two years. Yep, and then I went to Milliken for two years to finish my bachelor's. Okay, and then, and then I got my um, master's at Illinois State. In what? Communication. Communication. Mm-hmm. All right. And, and then when did you graduate? I graduated um, from Milliken in 2015, so I got my master's in 2017. All right. And, and then you went right to work for making resources? Was that your first gig, or did you well, have something in between? I actually moved to Chicago with my husband for a couple years. He works for ADM, so he got re- relocated for a little while. All so right. I worked up at the University of Chicago, Chicago Medicine up there for a couple years. It was a great experience. And then wanted to move back, be closer to our community and family. So that's when I started working at MRI. All right. And then over to the Community Foundation. Yep. What's your husband do for ADM? He works in finance. He's a FP&A manager. He does a lot of forecasting for um, the corn. Corn part. The corn part of ADM. forecast for the corn, Nick. Yeah. I love that. Just put that right on the business card. <laughs> Absolutely great. Well, we're glad you came back and, and uh, staying here and making a difference in the community. Yeah, thank you. I, I, I love Decatur. It's my home. Plan to be here forever. All right, Rachel, we appreciate it. Have a great day. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. Uh, and when we get back, Nick, uh, I've got some stuff we'll get to before we talk about gambling in this community. I, You know, someone, and I don't have the numbers off the top of my head, but somebody had told me, or actually, I think I'd asked one of our state representatives, like, how much money is spent on the lottery? That number would blow you away.
You know, I know you see it anecdotally when you go into a gas station or whatever, but collectively, it's a large number. Now take that and then the gaming industry on top of that. And then what we don't know, I don't think, is how much is being spent on a phone, you know, doing DraftKings, you know, or those kind of things. I don't know how we would have those numbers. Probably don't. There's got to be some sort of state tax, right? Wouldn't you think local tax? And maybe there's something we can, but we do know all of the establishments that are here. And and how many of those do you think there are? Any oh, idea? Dozens. It's literally dozens. Dozens? Yeah. We have 498 machines. Yeah, but you said locations. Uh, yep. And they can have, a, they could have up to five, but I, then I think they that got expanded. When you say dozens, you mean like couple of dozens? I mean, you mean in the 20s? I'm thinking like of just standalone, uh, probably like I would think 40. There's 88. Of the standalones? 88 gambling establishments. Wow, wow, wee, wow. Does that count restaurants and bars? It counts anywhere you can gamble. Oh, yeah, okay. Then, yeah, that's probably, I would have guessed 100 of that. I thought you meant like dotties and like the ones where you just walk in and that's all there is. I asked how many gaming machines do you think are No, you didn't ask that. Okay. I, I think you try to have it both ways on that answer. I'm not going to say you, you're like, no, I went, no, I went I, dozens. <laughs> no, I would have said a hundred if I'd known the I'm question. Gonna, <laughs> I said how many? Man. Look, I, I just think it's more than what you that's think. It's a lot. That's it's a lot. a lot. A lot of machines that, are in That's town. 88 places yeah. you can physically go yeah. gamble. Yep. Right? Yep. And I don't know. I, I mean, you, you know, I have a hard time telling a grown adult that doesn't have a problem if this is what they enjoy. I mean, if you'd rather go spend 40 bucks at the movies or, or I, I mean, I don't know. But you got to imagine if we're spending $170 million in this community on gambling, that a lot of that is from people who have a problem or can't afford it or getting their families in, in into some deep stuff. Yes, yeah, certainly a percentage of that money is money we don't have to spend. And if you if we lost forty three point nine million dollars last year, that averages out just population wise to almost seven hundred dollars a family, and that's counting my family, which doesn't gamble. I mean, that's every family. Mm-hmm. That's a ton. Well, it's an awareness month. Folks from Heritage are going to join us at the bottom of the hour. We'll take a break. Here is Nick Smith with your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast. Back with more right after this. Today is partly sunny with a high near 50. Tonight, cloudy with a low of 35. For Wednesday, 20% chance of snow in the morning, mostly cloudy, high near 48. And Thursday, 40% chance of rain after 1 p.m., mostly cloudy and windy, high near 48. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 39 degrees. Your WSOY time is 822. As the familiar tune fills the air, joy radiates along with the heat of flickering flames. You make a wish for another year surrounded by the ones you love. With each passing year, the compassionate team at Prairie Cardiovascular will be by your side with heart care that allows you to focus on what matters most. A life well lived. Prairie Cardiovascular, here with you. At Busey Bank, we're proud to connect communities through financial outreach and economic opportunity. Building a stronger, more vibrant community, Busey offers tools and resources to individuals, families, and business owners to achieve financial success. Building strong financial futures, one family, one street, one city at a time. UC Bank, 
member FDIC. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Abraham Lincoln had already made one trip down the Mississippi River to New Orleans when his family settled west of Decatur in 1830. One day, he would climb aboard a steamboat at Beardstown to see if the Sangamon River could carry the steamboat to Springfield. I'm Don Chamberlain, local historian, and I invite you to the Decatur Public Library at 2 p.m. Saturday, March 18th for a free presentation about Lincoln, the Riverman, co-sponsored by the Friends of Lincoln Trail Homestead State Park and the Macon County Conservation District. Hope to See you there. It's time for the 2023 St. Teresa High School Mega Raffle. This annual fundraiser helps St. Teresa offer a faith-based education to students in the area. Tickets are now on sale, and you can have a chance to win $100,000. Take advantage of the special bundles by purchasing multiple tickets, increasing your odds of winning. Only 5,000 tickets will be sold. How would winning $100,000 change your life? Buy your tickets today by calling 217-875-7950 or online at sttmega.com. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. Frankie goes to Hollywood. That's right. That was like gay all day long, and uh, I don't think people were losing their minds in the 80s quite like they are today. I don't know anything about the artists at all. Oh, Relax it was the song. Frankie song, Goes yeah. to Hollywood was a uh, pop band uh, in the 80s that was from Liverpool, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, only because of the Beatles you know, sort of connection, part of that new wave coming from overseas into American music in the 1980s. Do they have a guy named Frankie? I don't know. Probably not. It's like a hootie. <laughs> no, there was a, uh, uh, it was banned by the BBC, uh, uh, in some places. Um, anyway, they, they, it, it's, it, it feels like, like the controversy then isn't as bad as the controversy today, which seems backwards. That as human beings, we would evolve, not the reverse. I liked it. That is a good song. Yeah, it's popular. And that was Welcome to the Pleasure Dome was the name of the album. And got all the way to the number one spot in the UK despite being banned uh, by the BBC. Uh, anyway, so good stuff. It was a New York uh, New Yorker magazine article that had a picture of Frank Sinatra, and the article was called Frankie Goes Hollywood, and that's how they ended oh, okay. up with the name. Yeah, I'm sure their lead singer got the, uh, hey, Frankie, sing, <laughs> relax. Uh, why don't you do a duet with Leonard? Skinner. By the way, the last living member of that group died uh, this week, uh, I saw uh, in the news. Uh, all right, so coming up at the uh, the bottom of the hour after news, we'll talk about um, uh, March's Problem Gambling Awareness Month. And Heritage Behavioral Health Center, in collaboration with the National Council on Problem Gambling, is dedicating March as a, uh, an awareness month and the 20th anniversary of that awareness month. And we'll define what problem gambling is. It sounds like one of those terms that seems very forced. Like somebody wanted to come up with something that wasn't too judgmental. 
Well, I, I think it's just to dif- differentiate between people that I guess no, can respond. But, but I get that. But I mean, we have a word like alcoholic versus somebody who imbibes. I, I mean, problem gambling sounds like. I mean, you, would you maybe problem drinking? I don't. It just sounds like we want to identify it, but not be you know stigma attached to it. Well, if, if gambleaholic would have worked, they would have made it work. I think. Okay, maybe. I think they would have tried. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> Uh, and I don't know how big a problem they estimate two million U.S. adults, so it's like one percent of the population mm-hmm. for severe problem. Another four to six million meet the criteria for mild or moderate problem gambling. So we even got mild, moderate, severe. Yeah, and one of the problems, uh, the, the the bigger problems, is the idea that uh, much like with, uh, you know, you don't know what's in that pill. There are times where you could just chip away at your nest egg, and then there are other times where you lose it all in one in one go, you know, irresponsibly and doing it wrong. So it's the type of thing that could totally, you know, uh, turn the tables for somebody's life if it goes sideways. Yeah, and they do it this month because of March Madness, by the way, mm. where three billion dollars will be wagered in and around that one single sporting event. So. I'm interested finding out. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how you tell. I mean, I think there's only so much you can do to get people to do the right thing or not have issues with whatever. I, I mean, you, I don't want to look at these business owners locally in particular and go, well, this isn't, a, you know, if everybody else can do it, why can't, why would you tell them they can't? I mean, if I can do it on my phone. Right. That's not the fault of lock, stock and barrel. Mm-hmm. And they're going to. I mean, so it, it is. It's a thing that is going to happen. Right, but that's what I'm yeah. saying. It's not the like that. If you shut that off, you shut it all off. Right. I mean, it's gonna. So it's a. T- I don't know what the answer is. You know, like they're building a casino over, you know, in Vermilion County in Danville, where we have uh, radio stations, and you know, I, it's, it creates a lot of jobs. But does do the jobs make up for the problems that it brings? I don't know. We'll have a couple of folks in studios to explain it to us. At least make you aware. A lot of money being spent. A lot of money. We'll take a break for bottom of the hour stories and news. We'll be back with more right after this. This is RJ Crace with your stories now brought to you by Huff Home Specialties. The governor is touting his three-year plan to ease the teacher shortage in the state. The initiative calls for $70 million a year toward attracting and retaining teachers. The focus will be on schools that have the most need for staff. The governor is asking the legislature to approve funding for the program in the new state budget. Pritzker says the goal is to entice more people to the profession and to make sure there are enough good teachers in classrooms. The Knights of Columbus have announced the annual St. Patrick's Day Parade will be this Saturday at 11 in downtown Decatur. Organizers say the parade will be back to normal this year and will include lots of candy. Macon Resources clients will serve as Grand Marshal. Following the parade, there's a party at the KC Hall at 520 North Street. For more stories, podcasts, and videos, visit our website anytime. Find us at nowdecatur.com. Fox News, I'm Chris Foster. President Biden's budget proposal being announced Thursday includes a plan to keep Medicare funded with higher taxes on Americans earning more than $400,000 a year and reducing prescription drug payments. The president writing in an op-ed in the New York Times this morning, the budget I am releasing this week will make the Medicare trust fund solvent beyond 2050 without cutting a penny in benefits. In fact, we can get better value making sure Americans receive better care for the money they pay into Medicare. Sheriff Sony Fox Business. Florida
Florida's legislative session starts today. Laws expected to be crafted this session include bills to allow permitless carrying of concealed firearms, to ban TikTok from government-owned devices, to prevent the use of critical race theory when devising school curricula, and to prevent abortions after the sixth week of pregnancy. Fox's Evan Brown. Republicans control both legislative houses in Florida by wide margins. America's listening to Fox News. It's Jesse Kelly here. I can't afford to lose 30% of my 401k or IRA again, and I'm assuming you can't either. Call Oxford Gold. Securing your IRA or 401k with real gold and silver is a portfolio protection plan, and Oxford Gold has made it easy as one, two, three. One app, one call, and you pick your precious metals. That's it. You now own precious metals. Call Oxford Gold today to learn more about the one, two, three protection plan. 833-404-GOLD. 833-404-GOLD. Here is Nick Smith with your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast. Today is going to be partly sunny with a high near 50, and tonight cloudy with a low around 35. For Wednesday, 20% chance of snow in the early morning, mostly cloudy, a high near 48. And Thursday, 40% chance of rain after 1 p.m., mostly cloudy and windy, high near 48. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 39 degrees. Your WSOY time is 832. Listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. You're making me want to go to this Gen X prom they're doing over at the Springfield Museum. You do it. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're busy. I, but I'm irritated they've invited you guys. I know technically you're part of Gen X, but not really. Yeah, I wasn't going to prom in the 80s. No, the 90s, they've kind of, you know, I mean, if you look at it scientifically, yes, but not really. You you just barely caught the tail end of the wave. <laughs> but you're welcome to go to the, they say 80s or 90s. Uh, they're doing that. I've not been over to see the Gen X uh, exhibit. I, I, I really need to get over there and do that. I, I think this event is coming up on March 10th uh, to culminate uh, the run. Do you remember last year they put out a request for people to donate items for the museum to use, like stuff we used in the 80s? Uh, and it, you talk about a walk down memory lane, right? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, the the Walkmans to the boomboxes, oh, the whole nine. The boomboxes, yeah. jeez Louise. I mean, there was a time where we didn't want to get smaller. We wanted to get bigger. And it ran on like 8D batteries, right? I mean, it was like literally $50 a month in batteries. Right. So you could carry that thing around. That's right. Crazy. Uh, all right. Uh, that's coming up. Uh, $40 for members, $50 for non-members. We'll get the story up on the, uh, the website. I need to get over there before that exhibit closes. Uh, all right. So we look at, uh, we're sitting here in March of 2023 and gambling in my lifetime, uh, and in yours and in everybody else's used to be a destination thing, right? You had to get on an airplane, fly to Atlantic City, fly to Las Vegas, stay in a hotel, 
uh, and go play poker or or whatever you, you wanted to do. And there were some illegal games, you know, back off track games and, and, and off track mm-hmm. betting. You had, to, but even then, You're to go to somewhere. the horse races, you'd have to go to Kentucky or, or someplace. And, and then, you, you know, it started to seep in. The lottery comes through, you know, with a promise to help pay for education, and and, and that becomes its own thing. So, you, if you, you, you know, I, to me, the greatest invention on earth was pay at the pump, so I don't have to deal with that stuff inside because that's just a nightmare. People who can't afford to pay their bills and they're doing like the goodwill hunting thing on lottery tickets. I don't even get it. You add that up, and then now uh, the legalized spaces that have opened, whether it's an existing business or its own pop-up, you know, they're always named after some lady in her 50s, you know, to make you feel comfortable and come in because they know what demographic they're looking for. And then on top of that, legalized sports betting where I can sit on my couch with my phone uh, real-time during a football game and make prop bets, you know, all day long. It's everywhere. What we don't know, I don't think, is the damage that comes with that and is the revenue, you you know, enough of an excuse whether it pays for all the resources that it creates because of the problems, right? So today, and and we're super happy to to have them in, uh, Mary Garrison and uh, Tegan Scholl are here from Heritage Behavioral. Um, This is the month, and I assume this is around March Madness, right, is the reason this is the month. Uh, for what's called problem gambling awareness, is that right? Yes, that's uh, March is Problem Gambling Awareness Month. Okay, uh, uh, Tegan, explain to me what you do at Heritage. So I work as um, problem gambling outreach um, coordinator here at Heritage. I also provide um, gambling based counseling um, for anyone. We have clients from Springfield, um, from Decatur. Um, we are one of the few area providers that actually provide. Uh, uh, gambling counseling. Okay, how did you get into this? Um, it was something I have a passion for outreach um, and uh, substance use disorders. Um, it's always kind of been something that there needs to be more help for. Um, so I was actually approached by my supervisor and asked um, if I would kind of take this position on. Okay. So what do we know about gambling addictions versus other addictions? Is it the same kind of thing? It's definitely, it affects the brain exactly the same. Um, it's oftentimes not talked about a lot because people think, well, it's not a chemical addiction like we see with alcohol or heroin or cocaine or something like that. So oftentimes it gets it's kind of shoved to the side like, oh, it can't be an addiction. Well, there's always a stigma, right, attached to most of this yep. stuff. People don't want to admit there's a problem or don't want to realize that the problem isn't just people making bad decisions or being whatever. There's a, some sort of chemical addiction to mm-hmm. this kind of behavior. No, definitely. And the problem is is that this affects like 400 thousand people in just Illinois alone and six million across the entire United States. That number seems so small to me. And do we really know what that number is? I mean, those are people that are actually reporting. The thing is, those are people that come for help. Yeah. And the thing is, is that gambling takes like so many different forms. Now Um, you can download apps on your phone and sit there and scroll and stuff like that. It's attracting our kids with loot boxes, things like that. 
Um, What's a loot box? Nick's so, shaking his head. You jump in anytime you want. That's my old guy moment. I don't know what a loot box is. So it's essentially where in like these video games and stuff like that, kids are like, hey, you can purchase this loot box for a chance to win something super cool for money. Um, and that's essentially what gambling is. We're spending money for a chance to win something. Okay. So I, I am, now that you describe it, I know I've seen that. I, I would not have associated that with gambling, but that's an interesting uh, connection, meaning that I'm paying money for the chance to maybe have something good come out of it. And I mean, it, the kids were seeing that literally, like, uh, I have a kid on my caseload who steals his mom's credit card to go buy Roblox things to be able to have that kind of chance and stuff like that. So we're seeing it cross over into... So in areas where probably most people wouldn't even identify as gambling. Yeah, and it's it, and that's the issue, and that's what Problem Gambling Awareness Month is meant for, is to get people talking about it um, so they realize what it can entail and kind of... Where they can get help for it. Do we, do we have a cost, uh, for what this all means to a community, Mary? I, I mean, is there an estimate? I mean, do we know social services, you know, bankruptcy, people in trouble, people that get in trouble with the law? I mean, all of the social implications from the problem. Do we have any idea what that costs society? Versus the money that comes in through gambling revenue. Right. I, I mean, I, I would guess the cost is much more than, than actually the revenue that comes in. Um, and, and we think about, and, and you, you know, described it well, that what happens in our community and the fallout for individuals um, and why uh, problem gambling awareness is so important. According to, and, and I am uh, quoting Mary's significant other, I want to be uh, transparent about that, uh, the numbers that Councilman Horn uh, put up on LinkedIn between September of 2021 and August of 2022, I guess those would be the last uh, uh, fiscal year numbers, there was $180.7 million gambled uh, in Decatur. That's not even making County. That's Decatur. Citizens lost 46.2 million, uh, at 95 establishments hosting 547 machines. So if that is played out across the population, according to Councilman Horn, that is a city, uh, per capita gambling loss of $663 per resident. Now that not every resident's gambling, but that just to put it in perspective, the kind of money that we're talking about. And that doesn't count DraftKings and lottery tickets uh, and all of these other ways. That's just these machines. Absolutely. That's staggering the number. Absolutely. And that's why this awareness um, is so important. Um, Heritage began um, doing this programming in 2019 um, with our first referral actually in um, uh, 2020. And so, you know, we've been working, I would say Tegan and, 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 and Heritage itself has been working really hard to have that awareness. And and so um, all the things that Tegan has put together for the month, um, all these awareness activities, screenings, um, this is where we receive the individuals who need help um, because that's the outreach that's happening that, that Tegan is so skillful at. And then those who are in services already, um, someone who may be dealing with a substance use disorder and has, has 
manage that and then ends up with having a gambling uh, trade one for the other. Yeah. Uh, okay. So h- how do you identify, you know, I mean, I, I know the verbiage always gets interesting because I feel like we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. And so we dance around the terminology, but I, I, are, are there layers of this? You know, can I sort of have a problem? Can I have a really bad problem? I mean, or is it just black and white? So no, there's definitely layers. Um, we call it it's level of risk. Okay. So it's low, medium, high. Um, the state actually just did what they call a G-BERT. Um, don't ask me what G-BERT stands for. Um, it's, it's the gambling. state. Yeah. Yes. Um, it's essentially a like statewide screen okay. um, that you can take um, that really identifies where you fall in that risk range, um, whether it's low, medium, and high. What um, would be some indicators of those levels? I mean, like what would be, in your opinion, like low versus high? What, I mean, if people are sort of like self-reflecting and thinking about this and, oh, I don't know, I'm just doing this for fun, but maybe it's more of a problem than I thought. What do you look for? So going um, maybe twice a year to the boat in Peoria and you lose more money than what you want. So we'd say that's the more low risk um, because it's not occurring on a daily basis. Um, you might be losing a little bit more money than what you're intending. So there might be an issue there. So we'd classify that as more of low risk. Okay. Um, whereas kind of high risk could be someone that is going daily, um, continuing to lose money, is unable to to pay bills, um, is borrowing or stealing money from people, um, things like that. So we really look at how it impacts their life and the people around them in terms of that. Okay. Where can people, I mean, obviously they can contact Heritage, but are there other places where people can at least increase their awareness about this issue? Websites, uh, you know, online referral services? Definitely. The 1-800-GAMBLER number is kind of the best um, place to go. Um, that has stayed consistent and actually was just purchased. So it will always be the 1-800-GAMBLER number. Um, 988 is another great resource um, that can direct them. Um, to- That's the new federal number yep. that was rolled out here in Illinois last year yep. uh, for all kinds of services. Yep. Uh, there's ncpgambling.org, uh, illinoisproblemgambling.org, yep. a couple of the uh, the websites. Um, what would you say in your expertise is sort of the first thing to look for? You, you, like For people out there, because I'm assuming that these numbers that sound small to me based on the money that's being spent are people who have come to the conclusion they need help, but it probably doesn't come anywhere near the surface number of people that are having an issue. No, definitely. I mean, it, in our first screening event back at the first of March, I, I had three people that came in. They're like, they took the screen. They're like, I didn't even realize this was an issue. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely probably way lower than the number actually affected. Um, but it's just, it's just so perfect. And it's something that's fairly new. All so. right. So what, do, um, how do people, replace that rush or whatever it is they're looking for, that need to to feel that thing they feel when they're gambling. It's not necessarily replacing the rush. Oftentimes there's there's a lot of things that go into any addiction. Um, So gambling disorder is no different um, than any of your other uh, substance use disorders. Uh, so it's, it's not replacing the rush. It's really identifying why it is that you need that rush. Um, sometimes it's an underlying mental health condition. Um, sometimes it, there's, there's a lot of factors that go into sure. that. So we look at really treating and kind of changing lifestyle, um, around that. Okay. Um, 
do you guys have a position? I mean, I don't know you're going to get rid of this. I mean, you, the council can do whatever, but they're, they're not going to take it off your phone. You, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I don't like these companies. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I think if people can go do this in a healthy way and it's, it's fun for them to just do and it supports a local business that's already here and paying taxes and supporting the community. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I don't know how you tell people you can't do that. They're adults, right. Right? right? But a lot of these companies come in here. They're not from here. They just take a whole lot of money out of this community from out of pockets that don't have a whole lot of money to give. What can you do as a society? I guess just educate, right? I mean, which is what you guys are doing this month. Absolutely. Educate. And then it's important for folks to know that we have um, Tegan and other uh, colleagues that are trained to actually work in this area. Um, it's it's it, There's specific training for this to understand uh, gambling as an addiction. And so we have uh, three here in Macon County and one in DeWitt County, which we also serve as well. And so we will continue to provide that service um, and, and specialize in that um, because we know it's a problem. All right. I, I would love, and I don't know how, I mean, I assume eventually we'll be able to know because the analytics on the digital side of things are, are what they are. It's just math. But how much money really is spent? I mean, we know the machines, mm-hmm. but I think you'd be stunned to know the Illinois lottery. I mean, which is, you know, sanctioned by the, the state of Illinois, promised to fix education, you know, all those mm-hmm. years ago. Uh, I think when you, you add that up with what now is, you know, just everywhere being on your phone, you know, with sports and all that, th- this $180 million may seem small. Absolutely. Which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. Well, listen, we appreciate you guys coming in. Keep up the great work. Nice meeting you. Thank you very much, Brian. We appreciate it. All right. We'll take a break. Here's Nick Smith with your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast. Back with more right after this. Today is going going to be partly sunny with a high near 50 and tonight cloudy with a low around 35. For Wednesday, 20% chance of snow in the early morning, mostly cloudy with a high of 48. And Thursday, 40% chance of rain after 1 p.m., mostly cloudy and windy with a high near 48 as well. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 40 degrees. Your WSLY time is 848. Don't miss your chance to cheer on Fighting Illini basketball this season. Deafening in here, 15,000, another shutout. We need all of Illini Nation to help us defend State Farm Center. Cannon, hello! Slam dunk! Great seat locations are still available for you to see Illinois basketball live this season. And the celebration is on! Get your tickets today at FightingIllini.com. Paid for by Christian Care Ministry. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want to plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. 
Very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 855-51-BIBLE. That's 855-51-BIBLE. 855-51-BIBLE. John, the price of fuel ain't what it used to be. Yeah, I've just joined my 10th Loyalty Rewards Gas Club. <laughs> Tell me about it. But this whole gas thing isn't stopping Dick Van Dyke Appliance World with this offer. Free standard delivery. Yeah, with select Frigidaire Gallery, Frigidaire Professional, Electrolux, GE Profile, and Cafe Appliances. And you don't have to log on to something, verify an email, think of a password, tell them how old you are. Nope, and the offer is for a limited time, so there's no time to mess around with any of that. Just free standard delivery on those nice appliances, but only for a very short time. Makes my back feel better just hearing about it. And of course, most qualify for the free 10-year protection plan at Dick Van Dyke Appliance World. This is Dennis Rekin, chairman of Dick Van Dyke Appliance World. Our exclusive 10-year protection plan comes free with most appliance purchases. Wow! You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. Is this a soundtrack for something? I don't know. What is it? It's Rock Me Amadeus. Oh, no. By Falco. Falco. We had bad music in the 80s, too. Yeah, this I was going to play it. Fine Young Cannibals, but it oh, wasn't it drives synth me enough. crazy. Yeah, I don't think it was synth enough. That's a great, great song. I love though. that song. That was from Ten Men, which was a great mm-hmm. movie with Richard Dreyfuss and Danny DeVito where they were aluminum siding salesmen. That's right. That's a great film. I haven't seen that for a long time. By the way, I also saw that you can text ILGAMB to 53342. Uh, to initiate a conversation with the uh, helpline clinical staff of the Illinois Alliance on Problem Gambling. I think if you add up all these numbers of which we don't know, it would be staggering. Oh, yeah, it's billions uh, across the United States. And it's also, um, no, I'm talking about just here. Oh, yeah. I mean, if it's $180 million last year just in the establishments with machines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now add lottery, now add, uh, you know, online gambling, now add on, like, I mean, you're playing solitaire for money. Right. Yeah, I think bingo. that the number would be a bingo. Yeah, that's a big one. How many old people do you think have an addiction? A lot. Mm-hmm. But it's also one of those manageable addictions. I mean, you know, you go to the bingo hall, you're not going to be losing your house. Can be, yeah. Well, I... I mean, you can only play so many cards. I mean, it's a fixed cost, really. It's not like... Pull tabs? Well, okay. <laughs> Give me all I, the pull tabs. I know. And I'm, I'll be back tomorrow. I'm just saying, I, <laughs> I think that that's a budget. That's like an entertainment budget for Candy. seniors. Oh, it, it can also be that. For the most part. And then there's also people that make money doing this. Oh, yeah. Which also complicates the thing altogether. Well, but do they... But that's the question for society as a whole. And I, I don't claim to have the answer. I really don't know. Yeah. But do, do, does the revenue mm-hmm. from all of it justify what it cost to handle the problem? Right. I mean, that's the thing you fight in life all over the place is I, I'm a libertarian in a lot of ways, meaning that as long as you're not harming me, I don't care what you do as an adult or you're not harming anyone else, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't think we can live our lives telling you you can't harm you. I, I, where do you stop? Right. 
And, and is it fair to even consider, all right, if you, you hurt yourself in a way that you lost all your money, but then you go to start a life of crime, is that now our problem? And are those two things related? Uh, yeah, and they are, and it is. Right. It's a society problem. Right. If you get to the point where you have to steal to, mm-hmm. you know, whatever your addiction is. Right. But, you know, there are some people out there that want to tell everybody how to live their life. I can't tell you not to have a couple drinks at night. I can't tell you not to buy a lottery card mm-hmm. or stick 20 bucks into a machine. Right. But when you do, but I think it is also imperative that we understand the impact of it. Because everyone I've asked gave the same answer you did, you know, originally. I, I mean, no one thinks it's $180 million. Mm-mm. Yeah, I wouldn't have guessed that. I, I mean, it's just that's a much larger number than what people like. I asked our leadership team yesterday. I'm just you know around the room. I mean, no one came close. Yeah, it's significant. And that's not all the money. I mean, that's just the money in the machines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the you know Illinois and, and every other state they've got their own legalized gambling they've had for years called the lottery. And most people that are buying that can't afford that either. But there's that dream of hitting it big. Now, is that an addiction? Sometimes, yeah, for sure. Oh, for- uh, in other cases, it's like, well, you know, if you take the aggregate, I'm ahead, and and I do this. It's a it's the cost of doing business. You're never ahead in the lottery unless you win, I, I, and and very few people win. Maybe not in the lottery, yeah. but in, in others, you know, games of skill, blackjack, things like uh, that. No, I'm talking about lottery specifically, though. I, I mean, that's, yeah, the that's, odds are not good. That's been government sanctioned for years, yeah, the odds even before good. they legalized gambling. They had already legalized gambling. Mm-hmm. You are buying are a chance to win. Yeah, they're not good. No, their odds are literally better of getting hit by lightning mm-hmm. than winning the lottery. Yep. They have better odds on the smaller stuff to get smaller wins so that you keep it going. I, I, I don't think there's anybody outside somebody who wins the jackpot that's ahead on the lottery. Yeah, probably not. Not too It's many just many. not designed to be that way. Mm-mm. So for every guy that wins a $500 scratch-off ticket, there's... 80,000 people that lose. Oh, yeah, no question about that. So, but that's been here forever. So I don't, I really don't. I, I would like to see the total number. I really would. Mm-hmm. And then I'd really like to know what the impact is. You, you know, often in life, we have too much of one and not enough of the other. Like, I don't know. Are there a ton of resources that are going uh, out the door because of people's gambling addictions? I mean, yeah, we know the extreme end of that is now I'm stealing money because I've got this mm-hmm. thing that I've got to feed. Right. But is that six people? Is that 600 people? I, right. I don't know what the cost to society is. Yeah, that's a good question. And, and sometimes, like, I'll use drinking as a parallel. We always know we can quantify, all right, this person got drunk and they, they hit somebody and they count as a stat. But you know, the, the, uh, effect of going to the bar every single day, dropping 13 or 27 or $52, and then you're destitute at the end. You didn't ever run anybody over. You didn't commit a crime, but you're broke. That also counts. Yeah. But, but, but what does that mean to me? Right. And what does that mean to everybody else? That's, that's what I'm saying. How, yeah. when does it become our thing yeah. versus that guy's just not doing well? Right. 
So, and, and trust me, you're never going to have an end to this. I, and, and this is why it's kind of silly, I think. Now, could you charge these places more or create more revenue that at least went towards compensating some of those resources? Yeah, I think that's the argument to have. But if you're saying, oh, well, 98 places is better than 115 or we'd rather What's have 50, difference? none of that matters because no, you can do it everywhere. And you can just drive across the county or the state. And I get on my phone. Anything, yeah. So it's not about, I think at, at this point, that. It's everywhere. Mm-hmm. People are going to have to make the decision to do it or not do it. And that's going to be, you know, I think education, what they're doing is the smart thing. You go out and you tell people, look, mm-hmm. be aware of this. Yeah. You sort out the money and you sort out the impact because it's happening anyway. So a lot of money. A lot of money. A lot more money than I think most people think. I, but I think the lottery would be that number, too. Mm-hmm. Last time I checked was probably 10 years ago, and the number was mind-blowing. Oh, yeah. People it's will. not anecdotally when you think about going to a gas station and what you always see in there. And am I, I mean, honest to God, there was a couple of years ago, Time Magazine had that stupid, like, thing you roll around on is like the invention of the, you know. The segue. Yeah. <laughs> BS. Pay at the pump. Because you don't have to go in and deal with that. Well, that was a fast show. Hope you found it entertaining. If you missed any of it, podcast driven by the Bob Brady Auto Group, anywhere you get your podcast, including right there at Nauticator.com. We will be back tomorrow. Got the interesting Millican. They got the Maker's Market coming up. We're going to have the president of Women in Business Student Organization with us. Sounds very impressive. I'll tell you all about it tomorrow. Have a great day. Enjoy the sunshine. We'll see you tomorrow. WSOY Decatur and W277DB Decatur. WSOY, 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at nowdecatur.com. This is RJ Crace with your stories now brought to you by Huff Home Specialties. ADM hosted an open house and tour in partnership with Richland for its process technician trainee program. 125 people applied for the 16 available positions for the first cohort of the program, which begins on the 21st. The 28-week program will jumpstart careers in agricultural production and serve as an educational pathway for candidates to learn how to become process technicians through training and hands-on learning experiences. Blood, sweat, and tears will be coming to the Devon on July 14th. The show is part of this year's season ticket package. Blood, Sweat, and Tears won a Grammy back in 1970 for Album of the Year, beating out the Beatles' Abbey Road. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.